So Richard, can we take a step back? You mentioned earlier that you, you say when you're wanting to gauge someone. So when we bring it right back, you know, let's say like we're for someone who's in the workplace, they're working with a team or maybe they're speaking to a, a high level manager um, or a client, let's say yes. what, why is, why are these techniques useful in terms of gauging? So what are we actually gauging with the other person and how does that then benefit us or benefit the relationship? Fantastic, Christina. You're really gauging positive or negative reinforcements. And okay. since if it's someone you've known for a long time, you know if he gets you. But if it's someone you don't know and you can't see them, I don't know if you're nodding, taking notes or with me. And so a lot of the times in the beginning, it's a very delicate area to where you should listen twice and you speak. There's a very good time by asking open-ended questions that people will tell you what they're looking for. So you could have been way off. And also there's an attention span. And so I believe by doing specific name drops, it's more towards okay. transitional sentencing or tie downs. And every sentence has personal pronouns like a your or an are. So these are trigger words. Every sentence where I can just bring you in, bring you in and then knock it in for the close. And so um, I always believe in military alphabet because there's a lot of the times things are misspelled or mispronounced. And the last thing you want is an email bouncing back. And these individuals, it's very time sensitive. So if you mm. think that you're getting 10 minutes, you're, you're sadly mistaken. My friend, you're looking to gain 30 seconds for a pass to pitch. And you're not pitching for 10 minutes. You're doing 10 one minute pitches like a boxer in a round. Because so this if is like anything when nothing, things can adjust. Yeah. So this is like when, so, so let's say we're having a phone call with someone and I mean, this could even be face to face, right? But as well, yes. So, so, so what I'm hearing is that um, we have a very short amount of time to influence someone on the phone or face to face. So we need to be constantly keeping an ear out and gauging what their reaction is to us, so that we can keep adapting our style of communication. Is that? But my friend, we're not looking lines? to do a cold call close every time. You and I, for an example, we had to communicate multiple times because of scheduling conflicts. It wasn't anything bad, but life happens. Mm. And you and I were professional. We communicated in real time and we were extremely flexible for convenience. And I think that was wonderful prior to jumping on this podcast today. And that's not even a sale. It's just because you and I want to work together and have an episode together. But I think if people are able to gauge boundaries, and maybe somebody would like to review your credentials before a contract, or maybe what you and I could have done today is move forward three or four paces. And then tomorrow, Christina, we can always pick up where we left off. And how about this one? Unless there is a major sense of urgency, give somebody the luxury of time, allow them to ponder, sleep on it, write a draft and maybe not send it. Because the next day you might even make more progress that way than you would if you felt like you needed to force somebody's hand on a previous conversation. And so um, I, I always believe that if you start something, it could always grow and you should never compare it to stuff you've done in the past. And each, each individual is almost like a riddle. And you know, how about this? 
I'd rather collect a million dimes than just give me $100 bill. And so things can be chipped away. Masterpieces can be molded and worked on. And some of your best relationships, and you know this well, have been over a decade. And these things are five minute conversations, the two hour lunches. And that's the way I look at an individual. You, you and I, my friend, don't know what's happening outside the office. There might be something distracting them or influencing their decision. So give them the benefit of the doubt. Give them two or three different types of shoes to fit in. And then you'll know how to walk with them, Christina. Yeah. Do you have an example, Richard, of like a personal example of where you had to chip away at you know, you know, collect the dimes, as you say, in order to get that final end result that you wanted. Sure. And I was actually able to give myself major momentum in the beginning. Two okay. things I did. When I like to prospect companies, I use my anonymity to my advantage, not for the whole call, because that's shady. But my first impression is not to ask for your boss or to, you know, trip up on my intro. Usually I like to do a company name spike and I'll ask how the company is doing. So at least it sounds like a mystery shopper. I've been there before and it really reduces any sort of defense from a gatekeeper or a filter. Mm. 